Hello, my friends. Welcome back to Cloud Wars Live. This is the podcast that looks into the digital revolution that is taking place all around us, our personal lives, our professional lives, and that space in between that I hope we can preserve, maybe even make a little bit bigger over time. So we're down at a Workday Rising event in Orlando. I'm very delighted to have special guest today we're going to talk to. Trey Henderson is Vice President and Corporate Controller at Match Group, which is the parent company of Match.com. Trey, welcome. It's a pleasure to have you. Thank you for having me, Bob. It's great to be here. Yeah, so uh, I think most of us have heard of, know about uh, Match, but Trey, tell us a little bit about the company, and if you could talk about what's gone on over the last couple of years, because I imagine it's been quite a ride for the company. Thank you, Bob. Appreciate being here. I'm excited to be here with you. Uh, I've, I've heard a lot about your podcast, and, and I'm excited to be part of it. So thank you for having me. Match Group is a fantastic, successful story. It's a growth story, starting with Match.com in the mid-90s, growing organically through M&A over the years, having an IPO in the last seven years, and growing via a, a tender acceleration that has been just in, incredible. So I've been, been part of the group for about seven years now. And it's a fantastic and it's a fun group to be with. A lot of fun, a lot of smart people there. So we really enjoyed it. Uh, the past two years, you're right. Past two years have been very uh, challenging for everybody. We implemented Workday virtually uh, during the COVID environment. Obviously, people were affected during the COVID environment, uh, rightfully so. And so we really found the productivity of our group and the challenge that they really rose to it. And it's been a fantastic thing to, to see and excited for our, our group and, and, and everything that they've overcome. Uh, we've done a few acquisitions uh, over the years. Um, past one was the most recent one was one in the U.S. And we did a really big one over in South Korea that we're excited about as well. Uh, we've got a new CEO. Uh, it's exciting. He uh, Bernard Kim just started uh, a few months ago, so we're excited to see sort of where he takes uh, his leadership from from the company. But other than that, it's really just been a success story of our people and what they've overcome. But more of so, how they've been able to show that they can do work outside of being in the office. Uh -huh. And I think that's been a success story for, for us, just as many other companies as well. Yeah. Uh, it sounds uh, like it's a mix of work and fun, Trey. And I, I think that's the best way to go for anybody, any sort of company. Trey, can I ask, so how, how would you describe the, the business that Match is in right now? So we have brands all throughout the world. Uh, Tinder is the most well-known, Match.com, Hinge, Plenty of fish, and there's some international ones that, that that drive a lot of value for us as well. So we are the we've pioneered the online dating space. Yeah. You know, we're very proud that about 60% of all online relationships start with the match group brand. And I think that what we do is we try to connect our consumers that are out there that are looking for a meaningful connection. And so in order to find one, we sort of provide a platform that allows for them to be engaged and allows for them to find that person, hopefully they become a spouse, but they can have a romantic relationship. They can have a conversation. They can meet up for a festival. They can have many different avenues to find a friendship, love, or a meaningful connection. Mm -hmm. It's something we're very, we're very proud of. And, uh, you know, over, over the course of human history, uh, Trey, that's been an important uh, connection point between people. And so I could see why your company has, you know, for what, close to 30 years now, that that's been the heart of what you do. So, could you talk a little bit about now these the the different brands that you have and the how they play into that overall mission for the company? Absolutely, I, I think for us it's really moving from phase to phase, right? So Match.com in the initial phase and in, in the nineties. Well, it started to then organically expand 
into uh, a new brands that started capturing uh, a la carte features, changing it from like just a, a hard paywall to a soft paywall. So you'd be able to start to use it where you can pay on demand or you can you know, uh, pay to be part of uh, the relationship and discussion. It would then move into the next phase, which is the uh, mobile phase, right? Yeah. And Tinder really yeah. read, led that revolution there. And so now we're moving into that fourth phase. And the fourth phase really is video, augmented reality, artificial intelligence, uh, uh, real-time translation of languages um, on, on video. It's it's an incredible space that, that, that we're seeing the business go. Uh-huh. Trey, you know, it's it's funny. I, I think uh, if you'd ask 10 people their definition of the metaverse, you might very likely get 10 different answers. Is what you just described a little bit of, you know, match moving into the metaverse here? It, it is. You know, we, we, we've dabbled in it. We tried to push to see, should we be uh, the early adopter or should we sort of wait to see how it sort of plays out and then leverage that technology? And so we're kind of we're kind of playing it in the middle a little bit. Our, our CEO recently said we're going to pull back a little bit from from the metaverse, uh, but it is an avenue that is out there. People are going to that. People are also discussing more about crypto and how that may impact our our world. So, so we're, we're kind of trying to straddle the fence a little bit and that way to be able to leverage that technology or be able to create it ourselves and sort of maybe define the space. So we're, we're gonna have to wait and see how, how it plays out. Okay, so as VP and corporate controller, do you find that uh, the technology that you're using uh, now is, is, is it surprise you you know, where things are now, Trey, with the you and your company's use of technology, or would you call yourselves like on the front edge of tech well, use? If you had asked me two years ago, uh -huh. I would have given a much different answer. <laughs> we used to find ourselves very decentralized, desegregated. We would find that we were centralized in the North America space. We were centralized in EMEA and we were centralized in APAC. But as we grew with our MA, those silos just only continued to yeah. grow. So we challenged ourselves to work from an accounting perspective to cross all the different portfolio of brands across all geographies and really try to capture a global consistent environment. Now that was all with different ERPs during that time. And we were still on Great Plains in North America for 20 something years. So we were in NetSuite and EMEA. We had local ERPs and APAC. So what we did was we identified, okay, where, how can we centralize and globalize and be part of the SaaS world? How can we revolutionize for our uh, world, but also provide better value for the business? Yeah. So we went down a pathway of saying, okay, we need a new ERP. We need it globally. We wanted to be in the cloud. We knew all those things. We needed to solve for all of our new control environment for being a public company. We knew we needed to solve for all the multi-language, the multi-currency uh, aspect that foreign currencies have. So we started looking at a few competitors. And I'm ashamed to say that Workday was not on the short list in the beginning. But with the, the help of uh, Michael Wieland from Workday, he really showed us the differentiation in Workday. And I, I didn't even realize that Workday had financials back a few years ago. And it's my own fault, should have done re better research. But once I saw the differentiation that Workday had against the competitors, I was, I was absolutely blown away. I, I saw how we could provide the linkage of the payroll data with the financial data. I saw how their flexible chart of accounts and their extended dimensionality and their ability to solve for what we saw in the future as revolutionizing the accounting as what we could provide as value to the business. Um, but not just to the business, but to our employees as well. We take it very seriously. We want our employees to be able to spend more time with family. And we believe that adding the technology and adding the right people can provide that value so that they get to spend more time with the families. And I'm very serious about that, about that mantra. I have a family myself and I love spending time with them. Uh -huh. 
So we've 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 absolutely now I would give the answer that we've we've more or less revolutionized where we were to provide that better value. And we can continue on that pathway to say, okay, now that we're installed Workday Financials, we can now take it to the next level. Let's continue to clean it up, provide additional enhancements of reporting or whatever track traceability of data to our business and to our employees. Well, Trey, that's a, a fascinating uh, adventure you've related there. Could you offer a few more details on this? Because, right, it sounds like one of those from to journeys you've been on, right? With the goal of being, as you said, let's help people spend more time with their families and less time after hours doing work stuff. So what were a couple of the situations that you had before and what do they look like now? And if you could, what role did work with work they play in helping make that transition? Absolutely. When I first joined in 2015, kind of had this sort of cycle cycle of death, right? It was like, you know, we'd go pre-close and then we'd go into close and then we'd go into reconciliations and then we'd have a little bit of time for vacation and then we're back to pre-close again. Uh-huh. There was no time to add any value to any processes or improvements. And so what we had to do, we had to drive a wedge into that. Where can we start and where can we obtain that snowball effect that would then increase the value, but it would also decrease the time to close. It would decrease the ability for people to have to work those late hours. So we started chipping away at that. It took it took a few years, right? But having the right people there and invested in the process, invest in the technology, invest in the cost of it that, that may come was important. So once we got past that, that, that point, we really then started taking a look at, okay, what's the next step? And the next step was really the wholesale change of installing Workday. So our HCM group installed Workday for uh, HCM and payroll in 2017. And so because of that, we were then able to see, okay, well, there is a light at the end of the tunnel because if they can do it, so can we. Yeah. So it was, a, it was a challenge for us. So we try to meet the challenge and it's been a, been a great choice and we're so happy with what we've done. Cycle of death. That's, <laughs> wow. It's, 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 it's trademarked. It's trademarked. <laughs> but it's good to get past that too, right? Yes. Very, very, very good. Because, because those improvements that you want, the automation, the efficiency, the traceability of the data throughout the life cycle of a transaction. If you want to start tracking all that data and have that data work for you by automating your workforce, automating your cash flow, you've got to start somewhere. And if you are just stuck doing the same thing day in, day out, uh, and, and you don't have the right data, or it's all manual in this generation, you're, you're going to find yourself in, 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 a big, in a big world of trouble because you're going to have burnout. You're going to have turnover. You want your employees to feel that value and, and have them grow as the company can grow. Since Match Group is a growth story, if the company's growing, then, then we want our employee base to grow with it. We don't want to get to a place where they're being layered because they don't have the right skills. We haven't put them up for success and be able to grow with the company. And I think that's an important part of, of Match Group's mantra as well. Yeah, Trey, the, uh, you know, the, those different points that you've made about the significance of getting out of that old world of doing things. It reminds me, I remember talking with a CFO once, he said, when we had all these different, you know, this country had its own system, that region had its own system, this continent had its own system. Said somebody had asked me, you know, uh, what's the profit picture looking like? And I said, I could have said to them, well, what number would you like? And, you know, (laughs) I will find a way through all these, you know, disaggregated chunks of data. I'll give you whatever answer you want. He said, it might not ultimately play out. And he said, we had to get past that. And I think, you know, maybe it's a cliche now, but this single instance of the truth that has become so important for businesses today, right? Because you don't have time to spend days, weeks, you know, whatever it was in that cycle of death reconciling. And then by the end, is it any surprise that people look at accounting and say, oh yeah, you're the guys that, you know, take 
six weeks, eight weeks, 10 weeks to come up with an answer. Um, and you don't have any time then to plow new analysis, interpretation, bring your ideas to it. That, that had to be a, uh, a great feeling when you're able to get out of that and unleash the knowledge and the talent and the capability of your people to do higher value things. Absolutely. Uh, and whoever said accountants weren't creative, uh, we can make the number look however you want. <laughs> Maybe that's why there's so many rules in place for us not to do that. Um, but no, we, we, we really have. And you're, and you're right. The value creation that technology has brought to us and, and, and Workday specifically. And, but also to the, to the accounting group, to your point, the accounting group as, as a whole. Right. So our customer base for accountants are, are not just the consumers of our products. We believe that our customer is also the business that we serve, yeah. but it's also the employees that, that, that help to serve the company. Yeah. And if we can derive value for, uh, for them and obtain that skill, uh, sorry, provide the skill, but also obtain the, the, the reconciliations that we need, the data driven that, that, that we need, you know, we're going to find that value. So in, in the value creation for, for the accounting and administrative world, how do you recognize that you've done a good job, yeah. right? Because like accounting being a cost center, you, you you really don't have the opportunity to say, oh, okay, well, you know, we brought in this type of revenue. So, so in order for us to be able to say, hey, we're bringing value to the business, you have to, you have to be able to show, hey, you know what, business, we're going to make your life better by instituting this technology, yeah. by implementing this. You're not going to have to have as many touch points. The data that you receive or the reporting that you receive from that technology is going to be better data sets. It's going to be an improvement. And, and, and also, you're, you're really going to have to, from an accounting standpoint, I really like try, to, I try to sell the idea that if we're providing efficiencies and automation, how can we take credit for that? It's, 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 to me, it's hard to do. It's hard to say, but I, I think I've centered around the idea of saying, if we can show year over year for a growth company such as Match that the accounting administrative costs, technology, people, we're growing at a lesser clip than the rest of the business or lesser administrative functions, then we have to, by definition, be proving that we're providing value to, to the business. Yeah. And Trey, also within that, now that uh, just sort of following up on that, if your people have to spend less time tracking things down and you know manually compiling a single instance of the truth, what are some of the new ways that they're able now to contribute to the growth and vitality of the organization? Well, from an accounting specific point, it's, it's very detail related, but Workday allows us to have that traceability through either book codes or other hierarchies to split and slice and dice the data in multiple ways for the customer. So. Um, be able to set, I, I affectionately call it the four-headed monster. Uh -huh. You've got to solve for fast and accurate financial reporting for the SEC, for internal management, for tax, and for local jurisdictional reportings in local countries. And so I've, I, feel, I feel like Workday partnering with us, being able to utilize the different technological components and the data sets, we can actually provide that fast and accurate reporting. And it's, a, it's, it's vital to us because then adding value to the business, but also it reduces the complexity and the amount of things that we have to touch in order for our employees to contribute meaningfully. And then also move on, continue to grow their career. If this becomes an automation, if this becomes a commodity, then they get to work on the next value add and, and, and grow. Right, right. Jay, really enjoyed this, uh, you know, this discussion about uh, match and where you've got, where you've been, where you're going, the role that Workplace played in that, your own sort of personal philosophies on this and how you've added to it. Is there anything you wanted to share before we wrap up? Other than um, I'm having a great time. It was great. Great to meet you. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. And 
Trey, before we go, can I ask you too? There was um, before we started the recording, we were talking about that age-old problem of you know data. The data going clean isn't right. Is there anything any thoughts you wanted to share on that? Yes, I I I think um, I would love to share my thoughts on that. I think I think one of my uh, directors of uh, consolidations and uh, financial reporting, he he he's put a very good adage to what our data used to be. Uh huh. Uh, before work tech, hopefully. Hopefully he didn't mean it after work tech, but I think he meant it before work tech. And it was pretty much, it just said, look, if you have that bad data set, then it's just going to be like, it's not LIFO, it's not FIFO, it's it's just PIPO, just poop in, poop out. Like you're not going to be able to avoid a disaster. You're not going to be able to add that value. And I, I think from his point's very well taken because for us, especially on the invoicing side, people would say, hey, we share a lot of vendors. Hey, what was our spend for this consumer? So what was our Amazon spend around the world? It would take us a week to do. Yeah. But now- Thankfully for the team's hard work, and they've done a fantastic job in implementing Workday, we now have that in, in, in seconds. Well, Trey, that's fantastic. Great new uh, concept there for the accounting world, but especially as you just <laughs> New terminology. Right, new terminology and the, uh, the value that comes out of being able to do that. Well, Trey, thanks a lot. Love your thoughts about getting more time with families thank, together. Thank Outstanding. Thanks for being with us. This is Trey Henderson, Vice President and Corporate Controller at Match Group, which is the parent of Match.com. Trey, thanks for being with us. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. All right. And folks, thanks to all of you for being with us this special episode of Cloud Wars Live from Workday Rising. See you next time.